0: Dark clouds are gathering as markets shudder, stocks are sinking, currencies stumbling. Fear and uncertainty reign. The Middle East, Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, the debt, it's endless. Yet one asset stands firm, gold. In crisis after crisis, gold is there, in the background. Its enduring value guards against loss, like a missile shield against incoming. While paper wealth burns, gold persists. Shield your savings against looming threats of war, recession, contagion, and avoid the frenzied panic of the unprepared. Take control in the chaos. Fortune favors decisive action. Get a hold of gold now before it's out of reach. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free five ounce America the Beautiful coin with every new IRA. Claim your free coin today to secure your financial future. As this new storm gathers, Panic looms. And some of the places you were thinking of for your money, they don't look so clever anymore. Secure your future against disaster. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA and claim your free bullion coin today. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com right now. NobleGoldInvestments.com. It's the only gold company I trust. Well, hi again, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Smash for Monday, November 13th 2023 i'm rick i'm kelly we're uh packing up and heading out of benji and lauren's apartment in boca and i uh, want to say thank you to them for hosting us
1: thank you so much
0: hope you're enjoying your honeymoon yeah um
1: make some babies
0: we don't have any more Ilya wine but as you know our show is sponsored by Ilya wine and you can get yours at 20 percent off for the first two bottles using the discount code Kelly 20 at ilia.com and you can get three or more bottles free shipping and i think you use the same discount code yeah so go to ilia.com order whatever you want pick out your favorite flavors or ones you want to try your favorite you like the um muscatel mm-hmm.
1: and
0: the roble red
1: oh yeah i like them all
0: me too. But I do, uh, I actually like the rosé a lot too. And I don't normally like, and I know you don't either. I don't
1: like rosé normally, but I like this rosé.
0: The Illy rosé is fantastic. And you'll be supporting a small business and you'll be supporting us. Yeah. So get some wine for the holidays. Thank you very much for, for doing that. Um, we have another smash retraction.
1: We have another smash retraction.
0: <laughs> what happened? It was about Shannon.
1: Well, I, so Shannon brought Steve Mueller to BravoCon. Yeah, And I said something how, I, I told you guys, if you guys want to rewind it. She said, uh, I said that, I think that uh, Shannon was in love with Steve Mueller well before John Jansen."
0: Yeah.
1: Because Catherine Spooner, who used to be best friends with Shannon, they went to college together. They Well, anyway, they're no longer friends anymore. Oh. But she's the one, she, Catherine Spooner told me how in love... She was with Steve Mueller, and that like John Jansen was basically like a backup, right? Uh huh. So um, maybe I mean I maybe I mean I'm hoping that Steve falls in love with Shannon. Shannon deserves it. I know, but but so anyway, I get this text from Tanya Levesque (laughs) Read it, Rick.
0: I just saw a podcast re Shannon. I'm sure it won't come up, but the facts are, I was dating Steve M. and was unsure, not committed at the time. Shannon caught wind, I was unsure, and asked Catherine Spooner for Steve's number. What does that mean, SC Friends? Oh, they're friends from USC. Yes. Steve refused to give Catherine his number and said he wasn't interested in dating Shannon. Soon after, Shannon began dating John Jansen. I stopped dating Steve shortly after he became friends with Shannon through John Jansen and eventually became her CFO. And Kelly wrote, thanks for the facts.
1: Thanks for the facts. That's what <laughs> I wrote. So. All
0: right. So you were, you were close.
1: I was close.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's some minor tweaks there. Yeah. But good for you for sharing the retraction. It was very... Um,
1: but I think in my heart of hearts, uh, Shannon is in love with Steve Mueller. And i think she always has been
0: well maybe she always
1: has him around
0: maybe steve is changing his tune maybe things are starting to heat up maybe he didn't know her well enough and now he's getting to know her better yeah. maybe he's more interested in her now maybe they're so. already hooking up
1: see wouldn't that be nice
0: maybe they hooked up in vegas
1: i hope so why
0: don't you ask shannon
1: she won't tell me
0: <laughs> how great was this week in florida it's 10 oh, days oh my
1: god i love it here this is like i love it here you do. I love well, I love California more. I just don't like the politics. Mm-hmm. California's just got better weather. It's beautiful, especially where we live in Newport Beach. It's the it's the Florida of California. It is. It's nice. We don't defund the police. Um, it's 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 I love I love Newport Beach. I love it.
0: I do too. And the thing I love about the weather in Newport Beach is the lack of humidity. I tend to sweat a lot, and when we're down here in Florida, it reminds me of how sweaty I get because I, it's still humid. You're sweating here. right now. A little bit, yeah. It gets better, like in the next probably few weeks, it's going to a lot better. And from like November, December through spring through March, it's far less humid and it's much more pleasant. But you know, I, the humidity does affect me, and I know you in the summertime would be miserable. Uh, there's here. no way.
1: I'm sorry I'm from the desert I don't I'm not used to humidity I have never I went to Houston one time for summer and I thought I was going to die like I'm like you have to get me out of here like I'm going to die
0: I can tell you I would rather have 110 and dry in the desert than 90 and humid here right it really does make a difference but, but it is great and we, we appreciate the hospitality we can't say who hosted us but the mysterious uh, friends of ours up in Orlando thank you again uh, had a terrific time. We appreciate the hospitality, and we're excited about the future with well, you guys. Let me
1: just tell something that was so weird that happened. So our friends live in Windermere, um, where uh, that lady from the Versailles lives, and uh, that frightful night of Tiger Woods. So they were like, oh, that's where Tiger Woods, that's where that whole thing went down. Yeah, the that was his club. house.
0: It was right there across from Vers- the lady from Versailles' house.
1: And it was kind of weird. And then two days later, we're hanging out with, with Rachel Ucattel.
0: Who I had been told would, would slip by the guard gate because Tiger would grease the guards because they always take down your license plate and all that and your ID. And so he greased them so that she could get in and out undetected. And I asked her about it because we were hanging out Friday night, and then again we had dinner with her. We interviewed her. We
1: had our dinner with her Friday night and Saturday night.
0: Yeah, and she said, "Yeah, I've been there a bunch of times."
1: So we we have we interviewed her for our Patreon, and it is good. I mean, really I, good. I remember her like she was like. She was all over a Star Magazine, The Enquirer. Well, she like said
0: before. she was the most famous person in the world during that scandal with Tiger Woods when it all broke. Well, she Tiger was,
1: Woods is the most famous person in the world, right? He, he's
0: got to be top five, I and mean, maybe and especially
1: no. back then when he was on top of his game. Yes, so, everybody
0: knew he was a huge star. Huge, and she became the villain. She became notorious. Everyone. Not everyone. A lot of people hated her for, uh, they blamed her for bringing down Tiger's career. And, I mean, like she said in our interview, there are two people in every relationship. Right. It's not, but we're going to use, we're going to show the whole interview on our Rick and Kelly show on Patreon.com. We would love for you guys to sign up and watch it. It is subscription-based, but you'll have access to all 117 episodes. And we're going to show you a little clip now (laughs) of our interview with Rachel Youcatel.
1: There's always two sides of a pancake. <laughs> I mean, I didn't murder someone. I wasn't in jail. But sometimes I feel like it would all almost been easier if I was in jail because I would have done my time and then gotten out. Uh-huh. But you don't get out from a scandal. You know, your people still know you as that scandal. So I've done a lot of like Renaissance woman type of stuff to try and figure out. How to get away from that? Um, and some things have stuck, and some things really haven't. You know, so like I opened a cl- two clothing stores. They did really well. They won all sorts of awards in Manhattan and in Scarsdale. But people would walk in and be like, "Look at the business card. And be like, oh my God, your name sounds so familiar. Oh my God, you know, do I know you from college? Yeah. You're not the same Rachel from the Tiger Woods scandal, are you?" And it was just like, "What's wrong with these people?" Like, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs>
0: She's a terrific woman. She's really bright. She has a, a really uh, beautiful, well-behaved, like awesome kid. Daughter, yes. Um, and I, I respect I her. I think
1: they should do a movie on her. Yeah. I think they should do a, like a documentary or a movie on her.
0: She deserves it. Uh
1: huh. She does.
0: I, I wonder if I it feel would so be.
1: sorry for what she went through.
0: She, you know what? She went through a lot. I mean, and no, I don't think anyone can fully appreciate what it would be like to be under the microscope and be scrutinized and criticized every single day. Like she had to basically go into hiding. She had like 50 paparazzi outside her door.
1: Horrible. I mean, I've gotten a glimpse of it a little bit when the paparazzi were outside our door, you yeah. know, like taking pictures unbeknownst to us. Could you imagine them like hounding her, like how awful that would be? I,
0: I can. And, and as I told Kelly, at the time I was at Fox News, I must have said her name a hundred times on TV. I covered that story. I wasn't chasing her down the street, but I would report on it from the newsroom, and I would read her name yeah. over and over. Like, cause she was the, she was the and femme fatale. i femme glad that she has she, Harry
1: Dubin here to be her friend. Yeah,
0: Harry Dubin. He's what a so trip! Awesome. He's a great guy. So He's we, great. We had a good time, and, and we hope you guys will, will check out the interview. It's a lot of... Uh, I don't want to say it's a lot of fun. It's very interesting, very compelling, and really... Um, eye-opening in a lot of ways so another thing happened we got this invite from vice tv yeah they want kelly to take part in a documentary
1: Read she- the read what they wrote to you
0: yeah okay dear kelly i hope you are well we would like to check your availability and interest to be featured on a dynamic primetime documentary series about reality television airing on the highly respected network vice tv Vice TV is the Emmy-winning international television network from Vice Media Group. Vice TV produces hundreds of hours of original content for over 160 million homes worldwide. And it goes on and on. And they offered you a fee to license pro- personal material to take part in this documentary.
1: They're really Well, I'll tell them they, they want to pay me $2,500. I pa- am not going to do... Something for $2,500. I'm just letting you know right now.
0: (laughs) For the past few years, Vice TV has been developing a unique voice and reputation in the documentary space, built on authenticity, empathy, and a genuine passion for the subject matter. Through Vice TV's flagship, flagship series, The Dark Side of Comedy, Dark Side of the 90s, and Dark Side of the Ring, they have covered some of the most iconic stories in American pop culture, with both style and sensitivity. And... It goes on with the pitch, all the people they interviewed. Now, Vice TV is turning its attention to reality television and the groundbreaking shows that sparked an entire genre in entertainment. Vice TV will be producing an episode on Real Housewives and are hoping to do an interview with you. And they say they'll accommodate your schedule. uh, And they sent us a a sample of a Joan Rivers documentary, which looks really good. It does. I look forward to watching
1: this Vice documentary with Joan Rivers. It looked really like they did a good job.
0: I look forward to hearing back from you regarding your availability and interest. So I, so I told this to Kelly, and she goes...
1: No, I go, they, Vice? I yeah. go, well, first of all, Bravo called me, and they were the ones who were telling me that Vice wrote up all this negative stuff about me. And I'm like, well, who the hell is Vice? And they're like, it's a very liberal, liberal um, publication. Yeah, yeah. And that you know they, they have a lot of uh, viewers, and it's, this is terrible press that you're getting from Vice, then this is how I know what Vice is.
0: So I did my research. I looked up, I went on their website, and I looked up Kelly's name, and I came up with the most recent article they wrote about my wife. The same people who are trying to get her to do an interview. Hey, Paul. And I wrote him back. And I included a, a, a portion of the
1: well, you have story. To read the, the, whole, the whole story is really good, though.
0: Hey, Paul, Vice has been pretty harsh on Kelly in the past, including this tidbit dot has long been a controversial figure in the real housewives world but 2020 saw the often reactive wife of a fox news correspondent make racist statements against the black lives matter movement kamala harris and others and spread disinformation about covid and mask wearing leading many viewers and bravo fan accounts to boycott the season and call for her firing Her recent actions prove she's learned nothing and points to Bravo's inability to hold its most problematic stars accountable consistently. This is what they wrote about Kelly. So I then wrote, saying my wife made racist statements is ridiculous and libelous. BLM, what would you write about them now? Disinformation about COVID? Seriously? Who's been proven right while much of the world was running scared? Disinformation about mask wearing? They didn't work. What a joke. And the, alleged the
1: jabs didn't even work.
0: And the alleged boycott was all hype. Ratings plummeted after Kelly was let go. RHOC broke the record for its lowest rated program in franchise history in season 16, post-Kelly, and broke it again and again in season 17. Vice fell in line with all the other weak publications and networks, scared of the pandemic and buying into the BS spewed by drug companies and government. So remind me. Why should she cooperate with your documentary again? Thanks, and I signed it.
1: You know that's that's the problem with these. Once you go woke, you go broke, which yeah. is literally in their case is what's happening. <laughs> Good point. They are uh, firing, uh, filing Chapter Eleven. They did
0: file. They, they
1: filed for uh, bankruptcy.
0: Vice was once valued at five billion dollars. Five billion. They are not, They were set to be acquired over the summer out of bankruptcy by three investment companies, including Fortress Investment Group, for $350 million. So they went from five billion to about seven or eight percent.
1: And Soros tried to buy them, right?
0: The acquisition of the one time media powerhouse by its three creditors made up of Fortress, Soros Fund Management, and Monroe Capital is set to take place after Vice said in a legal filing Thursday that it received no other satisfactory bids as it explored a sale for the company. That was over the summer, I believe, May
1: well, in the article, the main point of the article they wrote about me was that they said, um, Kelly said, I, would say, I said racist things, which I didn't. I said, uh, uh, a drunkard, I wore a drunk white hat. I not. already went over that. No, no, no. They, they pointed out that I said I was 4% black. Right. Okay, they pointed that out there that I said, I showed on the documents on my 23andMe that I am 4% black. I am. I do have it running through my blood. <laughs> Yeah. I, am, I do have right. uh, African you in actually me. do have I actually that do. in you now it's of that course. it's that group it's that group that is okay with I identify as a, a female I identify it's that when you
0: still have your male parts and a beard and, and but you call yourself, yourself a woman that's okay yeah. you can be a woman you can use the ladies room but she can't say she has um, African American blood in her which when I she do. actually does yeah. and you're going to criticize her for that but you're going to allow these other people to?
1: Yeah, it, it, they're so mu- they're so hypocritical. These people, they're hypocrites, and it's so annoying. And you know, and, and they they buy into this. Good luck, Bravo. Good luck. You mean Vice? Vice and Bravo, because they're <laughs> both going down that, that turn right there. You you just read well, the projections, and you know what? With that term, you go woke, you go broke.
0: You know, I just I, I'm glad that we call them out. Because they, they weren't friendly to you in the past, and now all of a sudden they're they're acting like they're our best friends, and they want us no, to cooperate think, with them. No,
1: they think that I can cooperate with them. I want to be on TV. I want to be on a documentary for twenty five hundred dollars. No, I don't. But okay. if you make it worth
0: your while, if you I you make my
1: while. Yeah, you want now wanna,
0: that we know, like,
1: you want to pay me ten grand, I'll do it. But not not for twenty five hundred. After you wrote all those lies, and Bravo uh, PR came after me, uh, citing you guys. You know,
0: context matters. <laughs> and and you know, she she didn't deserve all that. She suffered from all that and they were part of all that.
1: They were part of that loud that that minority, that loud, loud minority mm-hmm. that, that is so loud and vicious and mean. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's unfortunate. But uh thanks for the interest. Uh we appreciate it. It's good to know that Kelly's still relevant because you are Thank more you. relevant than ever.
1: Thanks, babes.
0: Um I because we have to
1: go, we have a call, a Zoom call.
0: Oh, you did want to mention the Huffington Post article about taking care of yourself. Well, maybe we should do that tomorrow.
1: Let's do that one. Yeah.
0: because well, because in the news now.
1: Um, in the news.
0: <laughs> you wanted to talk about Tamrat and oh, Teresa yeah. Judice.
1: Yeah. So do you do you have that picture of us and? Oh yeah yeah
0: I had that I okay. will put it in there. So
1: here is a picture of us. We all um we all got along uh. Kind, like I was always kind of like scared of Tamara. She's, she's nice to you. And when you meet her, she's like, hi. Like she's very nice when you meet her. And she will talk to you and she'll get like in, you know, the way she, she's like a manipulator. Mm-hmm. She's like one of those con artists. But as soon as, like, something happens, she's like a, she's a mean pit bull. Like, there's something, like a switch, like a Mr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde kind of thing with Tamara. She's a, she's, she's a sociopath. I
0: can give you an example. After you left the show, Tamara, you guys were texting quite a bit and talking on the phone and texting often. And then she went to BravoCon and turned on you.
1: Yeah. So, we were at, um, at um, Mohegan Sun. We all did these meet and greets. And I used to do them a lot with Dorinda and Teresa. Well, Tamara got invited to go to one and she was like Tamar was like God Teresa's really nice she's a really good per- like a really nice person I really like her she's uh-huh. then all of a sudden she just like turns on her and and, and I, I feel so bad for Teresa Judice on this I just I, think, I really do
0: I think it was on her podcast that she said that Teresa Judice had the worst house husband on the Housewives franchise and said that she is a miserable sugar mama
1: that boy, well, I called that.
0: Uh,
1: okay, let, let's let's compare and contrast uh, uh, house husbands. Well, okay? Teresa's
0: response was great. She said, "Excuse me, doesn't her husband live off of her?"
1: Yeah, and he does. And he she does. texted you that. Yeah, she
0: said, "I never talk about her. All she does is talk about." That's me. That's the
1: problem with Tamara. She, she, like Teresa never talks. She never talks. She. That girl is a she's worrying about being a mom. She's worrying about being a good wife. She's worrying about uh, working and paying her bills and like what the next project is. She's not worried about this BS that <laughs> Tamara speaks.
0: And Tamara's such a hypocrite. She said in in, a, in an interview Kelly could never come back on the show because she talked about my family.
1: Yeah, she said that.
0: What did you just say about Teresa's
1: husband? Right. Like are you You're kidding me? such a me? hypocrite. Yeah,
0: it's remarkable to me. It's, isn't it? Yeah, she it said. Really I, is. She
1: said, "No, I ruin families." She goes, "I will never be able to go back on, on, uh, on Housewives because I ruin families." She told somebody that, yeah. and I'm like, "Oh, really? You didn't try to ruin Jen? You know, you didn't try to ruin uh, 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 Shannon Bidore? You didn't try to ruin Vicky with the Brooks? You don't try to ruin uh, Alexis Bolino, whose uh, husband sued your ass? Uh-huh. Like, you didn't do this?" Like, get out of here, Tammy. You're the biggest hypocrite. I don't even know. I don't know how anybody wants to watch that show with her on there. <laughs> it's, it's disgusting. Well, they're not. Because when I was on there, there was a million plus. Now they're in the 700s. Yep.
0: Good ratings, luck with that. Bravo. plummeted uh, without this beautiful, incredible, funny, clever lady. I think we need to cut it because we have to roll out. Uh, sorry, this roll is a little out. short. Roll out. Roll out. out. Wow. Roll Roll Thanks for watching the Daily Smash. We Make appreciate this. you guys very much. Yes. And uh, subscribe here and we'll see you tomorrow.
1: Bye guys.